Let's go. You go. Right. Oh my god. Okay. Welcome to the Admissions Uncovered podcast, the college admissions podcast for the students by the students. My name is Michael Gao. I'm a freshman here at Columbia University, and I'm joined by two high school seniors, Dominic Siski and Niwin. They've just been through the college admissions process, so they know all the steps that you're about to go through or that you just went through. If you're a junior, a sophomore, or maybe even a freshman, welcome to the podcast. We're going to be starting a lot new content starting right now just for you, going through all the steps it takes for you to get in to your dream school. For high school seniors right now, you're done with college admissions, so congratulations. We're going to be releasing some new podcasts in the next few months aimed for you about college life, how to adult, how to not be the broke college kid. And if you want to hear more about those podcasts, go to bit.ly slash aupodnew. That's bit.ly slash aupodnew to sign up to hear about our new podcast. But if you're here, you might as well stick around because our podcast topic is important for everybody, whether you're applying to college, finished applying to college, and even now starting to apply for summer internships and other type things. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create a narrative. For juniors, this is how you start your applications. For everybody else, this is something you should already have in the back of your mind. But before we talk about how to create your narrative, I'd just like to thank our sponsors for this week's episode, FreezeCrowd. FreezeCrowd is the go-to social media platform for college students. It allows people with .ed emails to connect with students at their school and their alumni. Go to freezecrowd.com to break the ice. But now, on with the show, we're going to be talking about narratives. So guys, what do you think a narrative is? What does that word mean to you? Because we're a college admissions pod, just talking about, to me, it's the reason why to think about all the top to the others. They have enough people. You need to, the school isn't going to go, you need to go to show that why to take your narrative is going, why you stand out from why this pod. Yeah, I definitely agree with Dominic. I also want to add, your narrative will usually consist of kind of an overarching theme or something that is present throughout your application, whether that be through the classes you take, um, the extracurriculars you decide to part- participate in, something that really defines who you are, something that you're really interested in, that you're passionate about. And colleges can kind of look at you and be like, hey, this person is really involved in this in multiple aspects. And that kind of creates the narrative, as Dominic said, that you want to present to colleges so that they'll have kind of a reason that they want you on their campus because you'll add this certain aspect to their student body. But what about just in general narratives, right? Just not even in the sense of college admissions or applications to college or jobs or anything like that. In general, what do you think of when you hear the word narrative or story? Well, one thing that comes to mind for me is is, is Disney movies, right? Like, Disney movies have a very clear story. There's there's some evil witch mother or whatever that needs to be stopped. There's our hero, Cinderella. There's Prince Charming that comes along. Evil stepmother goes away. Cinderella rises to the top with her golden shoe, and she wins. Golden Problem solved. Glass slipper? Glass. Glass slipper. Golden. <laughs> Michael, you obviously don't know your Disney movies. I have definitely watched Cinderella before. Probably. Um... But see, there's a clear story there and a clear narrative there. And so we want to find a way to adapt the type of storytelling that's captivated millions of children with Disney, millions of people with movies and TV shows. And we want a way to apply those types 
of structures and those types of captivating hooks into your college application and your life narrative. And so I think there are at least three parts of a narrative. One, you have to have a purpose to the narrative. And what that means at its most broad level is why do you do what you do? The narrative should explain that. The narrative should explain why you do, you know, say for me, debate, National Honor Society, volunteer with the homeless shelter. What, what, what connects all those three different, very, very different activities? Why do I do well in school? Why does that matter to me? Why do I want to go to college? The narrative should help answer those types of deep why questions. I think the second thing a narrative should do is develop your character. And so we see this all the time in 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 in, in stories and fiction, right? You have this character that changes from meek and shy to the top of the world. You have a villain that, you know, realizes that they're wrong and becomes a good person near the end. There's an arc, there's a story, there, there's change and development and growth. And that's the same thing you want in your college application. Because if you're the same person freshman year to senior year, and you display yourself in the same way, you're not that interesting, you know? Like, if you were only a STEM major for your entire high school career and only did one thing, it doesn't it doesn't have the, the interesting flair to it that an arc or a narrative needs. And so that leads me to the third thing a narrative needs. It needs drama. It needs some element of suspense. This, again, when we watch movies, if we know what's going to happen before it happens, it's not that interesting of a movie. That's why, like, people get so upset about spoilers. I, I know someone who literally goes off of Twitter the week that Star, Star Wars is released because they don't want to be spoiled, right? So you need to have the same thing in your college application and your narrative. A feeling of suspense. A feeling that, you know... Even though you know what's going to happen, the college admissions officer doesn't know what's going to happen. The story is still ongoing. And so I think all of these things should indicate to you that a narrative is not just like a foofy-doofy, hippy-deepy thing that I came up with to do an episode on, right? Like this is a, I, I think this is going to be one of the hardest parts of this process, really distilling down why you've done all these things, how you've grown over four years, and what are the most interesting stories and interesting moments that have come out of your four years in high school. But once you get this down, I promise you, it'll make everything else easier. And we're going to reference it in basically all our episodes. So get ready for a lot of narratives coming up. But in today's episode, we don't just want to tell you what a narrative is. We also want to explain to you how you can make your own with a step-by-step -step process. It's going to be super easy, super painless, and it might be actually a lot of fun because you get to tell some stories about yourself. So... I'm going to help Dominic and me create their own narrative. Which we've already done, yes. He's a feisty one. He's he's feisty. Uh, so the process that so the process that Dominic and me are going to kind of show you guys today Michael. is kind of what I think that you can be doing, you know, as you're listening to this podcast, but also as you're kind of thinking through what your narrative is and what your college application should look like. So the first thing you should do is get out a blank sheet of paper or a blank Word document and get ready to fill it up with a whole bunch of ideas. I actually recommend doing this on paper because there will be a lot of drawing and lines going about. And I promise it's gonna make sense in the end. So just stick with me. The first thing I want you to do is list every single thing you've done in four years. Everything. Even if it's super small, even like if- Like a quinceanera business? A quinceanera business. <laughs> Mikey, you wanna tell that story for our new uh, new listener? Um, so I had a really good admin who helped me get into Columbia who told the story about a girl who was a, a student who was a debater and also ran a profitable quinceanera throwing business on the side. And when 
this administrator was reviewing her college application, she didn't include that she was doing the quinceanera business, even though that was a huge thing. Like she was running a profitable small business in high school. That's crazy, right? But I believe she, this is after the fact too, right? Yeah, it was. Like, uh, it was after the fact, um, and so it was just incredibly disappointing to have someone just like underrate themselves like that and underrate what they do um, because it's a pretty cool thing. So that's why we're listing everything because we never know what you might be underrating that you might be underselling yourself on. And so list everything. List what you do, extracurricular activities, any jobs, interests, hopes, dreams, movies, media, parts of your identity that you think about sometimes, just anything that comes to mind. So Dominic and me, let's take a few minutes to list everything out and then we'll come back. So I will say we, we did this uh, at the beginning of our process. If you go back to the very first few episodes, you can see us doing this uh, in a closet on the second floor of our of our high school. <laughs> um, yeah. But I will say it definitely did give us a good start to the process. Um, and it's always something that you can go back and reference when you're creating your activities list and your honors and writing essays and getting ready for interviews. Because if you're writing out what you did over the, your four years, that's all the stuff you need for your entire application. Yeah, this definitely helps you not forget some something that you might view as instant, insignificant, but say for your seniors with um, a lot of interviews going on, you never know. They might bring up something you're like, oh, I also um did this before and it's just like another way of continuing the conversation and if you list everything out as dominic said you'll not forget all these things that you've done because i know a lot of times you always think of the three big things that you do and sometimes you might kind of forget other things that you've had the chance to participate in yeah so why don't you guys take a few minutes to list out everything you've done and then you too, michael we'll talk oh if you want to see how I've done this and the things that I've listed and the things that I've crossed out and done, if you want to see my process, go to the show notes at bit.ly slash aupod37. That's bit.ly slash aupod37. There's going to be a link to a PowerPoint that we're working off of. And part of the listing of steps are going to have all of my stuff too. So go to bit.ly slash aupod37 to follow along what are we going for like stuff i do just anything so anything you're interested in anything you do any media you consume any future plans or interests things that you want to do but haven't had the chance to do interests that you know you don't have like a traditional activity for so you know for example one of my things is politics even though i didn't really do much political activism at school i followed politics and elections religiously right so that's an interest that i did but I don't have something to represent for. So that's why I keep saying like this list should be everything. Don't just limit it to what you do on in extracurricular activities. Everything. If you had unlimited space to describe yourself. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Okay. So you, if you guys are done, why don't you share some things that are on your list? So I'm going to go through a few of the things I put down in. I mean, it took me about two minutes to write this stuff, but... So some of the things I put are, of course, Taekwondo, piano, uh, music, rock climbing. I put cop shows, a decades playlist, nice. um, DI Pan Am, and then just kind of the cities that I've lived in, Dallas, um, and then Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam, Boston, Massachusetts, Brantford, Connecticut. I also put, um, what else? I also put DI Pan Am, linguistics, and... 
yeah, those are just like a few things, kind of a mixture between the extracurriculars that I'm, that I'm in, um, some of my outside interests, and some of the things that I might be planning to do in the future. What about you, Dominic? So for me, if anybody's ever listened before, you know, scouting is on top of the list. Then you've got uh, podcasting, uh, lacrosse, coaching, and then also playing it, chess club, academic UIL competitions, selling shirts, selling snow cones. Uh, Sports is a big thing just in general, cryptocurrency and finances, train rides, economics, and Dallas versus Southern California. (laughs) That's a good list. Um, So for me, beautiful list. So for me, I also have some things that you probably know if you've been listening to this podcast for a bit. Debate, National Honor Society, Orchestra, um, a nonprofit that works with homeless youth, politics elections, maybe law school, Windows computers and tech, traveling and frequent flyer miles, tutoring, Star Wars, barbecue. I go always go to a new barbecue restaurant every city I go to, except New York City which I know is kind of weird. The city I've been in for the longest, minus Dallas, I've never had barbecue in. It'll it'll happen one day. Um, Public transit, podcasting, obviously, um, and and being an immigrant or having parents that are immigrants. So as you can kind of see, it doesn't really make sense yet, right? There's There's just a whole kind of list of random things that make up you that you think you know, represent some part about you, even if it's very, very small. The next thing we're going to do is kind of distill that down into what's important. So take a few minutes and just, you know, star or highlight the maybe three to five activities that speak the most about you, that you think that you think are the most important parts about you. You know, this might be an activity you spend the most time on, or it might be an activity that you don't get the chance to do that often, but is deeply significant to you. Another way to think about it is what's what's the interest or activity or plan, future plan uh, or subject that when you have free time, you actively want to think about? What do you watch Netflix documentaries about? Now that you've had some time to kind of go through your list and mark the important stuff, if you, de- if you need more time, definitely go ahead and do that. Uh, it's a lot easier to just follow along the process and go ahead and get it done while you're listening to the podcast. Uh, for us, we've already, all three of us have already written essays on all the important things so it's a bit easier to kind of talk about what's important to us so at the top of my list i have the scouting activities and just throughout my application that was a big focus uh, just because that's been something so integral to my life and what i do and then there's also some other things just basic volunteer work uh, sports is important for me and then also the the combination of financial slash economic slash cryptocurrency interests um, and then the the small business aspect as well. And then train rides, because although that's not my favorite thing in the world, it's definitely a uh, part of my daily life. And there's just too much there to not talk about it. And I think it's a, a good place to show the personal side of my application. Well, for me, a few of the things that I kind of started that I definitely drew attention to um, in my college application, of course, at the top of the list would be Taekwondo, but also music, because I've been doing... Like, I've been playing piano just as long as I've been doing Taekwondo. I've also starred kind of um, my whole narrative with moving around my experience, switching between uh, Vietnam and the U.S. and also U.S. and Vietnam. And then, like Dominic, the dart aspect of... Because, like (laughs) Dominic, I do ride it every single day. And if you've watched any of our past episodes, of course, you're going to hear a lot of stories about this. And I think it's really important to understand how we um, 
kind of go out of our way taking like um, half an hour dart rides just to get to school and i think that kind of shows a level of commitment for the listeners dart is the uh public transportation system of dallas that's actually a very good point to give out i forget that not everybody's from dallas the dallas area rapid transit what a name that's not rapid but that's another story the buses aren't rapid the trains are no they're rapid when you're trying to make the 441 train but then you get there oh yeah 440 and it's already like skirt that was rapid when you're not at the station (laughs) that's the dart one thing one thing i'll say as you're kind of like making this yourself and making the list yourself one of the things i think you've noticed when dominic and me talked about what's important to them they also already knew kind of the story they're going to tell with it and what they were going to do with that in the college Uh, application you really don't need to know that at this stage if you're a junior or younger i think this step of the narrative building process really is the things that you find important about yourself don't worry about how you're going to spin it for college application just for now just think about what do you like the most if you could only do five things if you could only have five things be a part of you what would those things be right so you have you have this giant list, you've distilled it down to a few things that are really important to you. For me, that was debate, politics, traveling and eating, and then podcasting. Because, you know, and, and the thing with podcasting is that I did it, you know, throughout everything I did. When I did every other activity, I also was doing podcasts and listening to podcasts. And so that kind of is the next step, is to think about how things connect to each other. What I just said. Right? Like that I did pot that I listened to podcasts while I did every other activity on my list. Well, that's a big connection. I want to note on my paper with maybe an arrow to what, you know, topics of podcast I listen to, when I listen to podcasts. You know, I, I highlighted debate and national honor society. And one thing I saw there was that maybe my time in debate caused me to be committed to volunteering because in debate I learned a lot about how this country is very unequal, there's racism in this country, there's class inequality in this country, and something has to be done with that. Maybe that led to my interest in politics and elections as well, which makes sense because politics, elections, and public policy all were topics of debate when I did the activity. Podcasting, well, I I listened to politics podcasts, elections podcasts, public policy podcasts. And the other thing I noticed was that debate also connects to my love for traveling and eating barbecue in every new city because the only reason I was able to travel a lot in high school was because I did debate and because I went to a school that had a supportive debate program. And I listened to podcasts while I was traveling too. So, so, So I'm noticing here that there's a lot of causality that comes from debate. You know, I'm seeing a lot of connections that come back to debate and what that did. Um, But, you know, it doesn't have to be a causal connection that you're making here. It can be a connection maybe in the type of activity, maybe the, the, the type of thing that you're doing in the activity the same. So, you know, for Dominic, you know, maybe boy, the, thing that, the thing that undergirds, you know, being in Boy Scouts and doing this podcast is like helping others. That seems like a reasonable similarity to be made. Um, maybe for me, like what 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 unifies things like music, piano, DI is something about creativity. Um, so it can also be connections in the sense of what the thing you're doing is, the content of the thing. It could be the when you do it or why you do it. Any type of connections you can make between your bold activities, your important activities, try to make those now. <laughs> 
This week's episode is Freeze Crowd. It's an online yearbook platform that's only for college students and alumni. It's a great way to meet new people and also learn more about your college community. Think about all the pictures that people are putting on Freeze Crowd. Food. You can find out what your dining options are and meet new people to have dinner with. Fashion. What type of clothes people wear on campus. What clothes you need to get suited for the climate. Fun. The fun things people are doing on the weekends and the nights at your college campus. Friends, making friends, finding people on campus, networking on Freeze Crowd, and breaking the ice. That's Freeze Crowd. It's a great way to learn more about your college campus and meet new people. They're an amazing supporter of the show, and I would love it if you would check them out over at FreezeCrowd.com. That's FreezeCrowd.com. All right, hopefully you had some time to make some connections. If you were able to make some connections, that's great. If not, we're going to talk about some connections we made with our activities, and hopefully that will help you find new connections. So for me, the idea of helping others and taking what I know and using that in a way to help others with the subject or to get involved with it is something that I connect. For example, you have scouting, you have the podcast. Those two, my involvement in both of those is coming from a place of knowledge and semi-authority, especially in the scouting one, not as much in the podcast one, but in a sense that you're the host and that you're helping other people with something that you're knowledgeable. Uh, also with the volunteering lacrosse and then helping teach kids at the chess club, I think the helping others aspect is the connection I can draw between that. Additionally, another one that I can draw is all of business slash financial slash economic stuff that all comes together because of my interest in that. And then I think the uh, the people aspect is also important. So you have scouting, you have moving from cities. Yeah, and then one thing that I think you see in that example and, and my example is that there's often one thing that undergirds a lot of the things that you do. Um, if you dig deep enough, ask carefully enough, right? So a lot of the things that Dominic just mentioned are things that involve other people, right? Boy Scouts, helping others, doing this podcast. Um, and so maybe you'll see one unifying trend among all your things. And if you can, awesome. If you can't, um, that's also fine. But I think there probably is something that connects everything. What about you, Ni? So in my case, I kind of made a connection between all of this based on um, how I've moved around a lot from like coming to the U.S. when I was four and then going back to Viet Vietnam. And I kind of paired that constant movement with some consistency. And that's how I kind of bring in Taekwondo and piano, especially Taekwondo, helping me develop a sense of adaptability, resilience, um, also independence. And then with music also being able to do it in each place. So that's kind of the connection I made on a not not kind of different from Dominic's where it in, involves a lot of other people. Mine was kind of more personal and about how I developed my personality and who I am. So that was kind of an overarching theme. And then also on the other side, um, with my embracing cultural diversity, kind of like a culture club, also um, volunteering on the weekends to teach Vietnamese at a community college and going back to Vietnam two years ago as like a kind of a camp counselor within an English camp and what tied those activities together was more of the cultural aspect the diversity aspect of exposing people to different different perspectives pushing people out of their comfort zones but also um, helping people kind of bridge two ident identities with 
like people in be in America with so many diverse um populations. So that's kind of two narratives that based off of my activities that I can kind of make connections between. Yeah, and one thing that you might have listener you listeners might have heard in in our examples is that a lot of the things already have stories behind them and and again like things we would do with college applications because we've all done college applications at this point. Um, But for you, you might not have those stories yet. And that's fine. So at this stage, all you should be thinking about is how are the things you've done connected? And they could be connected very superficially. That is totally fine. You know, maybe one activity taught you something that you used in another. That's totally fine. Because that's what you need to do right now, right? So you've taken a big list of items, you've narrowed it down to what's important, and now you you see if the things relate to each other, if there are connections between them. So now that you have these connections, take a minute to reflect and think about what story those connections tell. You know, if there's one unifying thing among all your activities, like there was for me, you know, how debate led to my interest in public policy, elections, led me to travel, led me to have more barbecue in different cities around the country, that type of underlying connection to one thing that's a really good story to be telling. Maybe there's one reason why you do the things that you do. You know, for Dominic, I think that seems to be, you know, caring about people, wanting to help people. That's something that's an underlying narrative. For me, that's having to move around a lot as a kid. That's something that's undergirded a lot of the other things that she's done in her life. That's really good if you have a story like that. But even if you can't think of something like, look at the connections you've made already. There's so many of them. Pick one of them you want to think more about and focus on. See if maybe the connections you've made, you know, you've written down differently in different words, but actually have another similarity behind them, an underlining similarity between one of, between the connections you've made. Is there some larger theme that you can generate out of your connections? But if not, just just pick one of the most important activities, pick one of the most important connections and run with that one. So now that we've kind of done all of this, we've had all these connections, why don't you guys tell me how all this and thinking through all these connections helped you find what your narratives were for your college application? So like I said earlier, I think the college narrative needs to be why the school wants you as, as a student and what sets you apart. So for me, I think the main thing that set me apart or at least made me unique enough to colleges in my mind was the exposure I've had to different people and the ideas through the scouting events and helping others in the podcast. I think it it gave me a sense of the world and the people that other students don't have. And I think that it's a uh, attitude or not an attitude, but like just a a mental way of thinking that I've developed that other students don't. Additionally, uh, something to add on there is the business aspect and always looking forward. The grind to always work for that end goal that's not really there, but that you're continuously working just because you're... Yeah, in a broader sense, just in general, kind of thinking through my narrative, going through the steps, as Michael said, listing everything out, and then kind of uh, selecting from that. It also helps me a lot to... whenever I wrote either essays or did interviews to kind of know what are the things that I really want to say about myself. Like if I wanted to pitch myself, what are the things that I would want to make sure to highlight? Because a lot of times I feel like if we don't really take the time to sit down and think through our narrative, we'll get lost in all the activities that we're doing. We'll say a little bit here and there. And then out of 20 activities that we've listed, we don't really go into depth into anything. And the key thing I would advise, like, say, juniors, is that 
like a lot is not always necessarily better. It's kind of better to list two or three things, but they kind of all tie together because that's really what colleges care about. They care about what you're passionate in and not that you do a little bit of everything because I think we've mentioned this before. They want a well-rounded class, but that doesn't necessarily mean um, made up of students who do so many things. It's make having a student body where, oh, so, so in Dominic's case, he's really focused on the business aspect and Boy Scouts. And then they'll have another person who has a completely different interest and together that makes a diverse student body. And I think if you can create a narrative, then you'll really know what you want to portray yourself as to colleges. If you've noticed, as we've gone through these different steps in the process, activities have started disappearing from what we've been talking about. So I've done some activities, Nia's done some activities, and Michael didn't talk about Star Wars anymore. So these are still semi-important aspects of you, but it's not what creates the narrative you're trying to present. Not that you should throw these away, but you they're on the they're on your list and you're probably not gonna write an essay about them. But they are cool things to just kind of mention in a, a smaller supplement or if there's anything you want to tie it into or an interest that you have, that's a great place to put it. But don't feel like you have to say everything you listed in your common app essay or anywhere else yeah that's a really good point determining what your narrative is allows you to discriminate against the things that really don't matter because we all know like there are things that you just did for fluff and those things aren't going to make good essays they're not going to make good focal points for your college applications so if they don't fit under your narrative that's something you might want to consider leaving out or not emphasizing as much and so if we treat the narrative as the story of your life for the past four years, or maybe even the past 17 or 18 years, if we treat the narrative as the underlying explanation for why you did the things that you did, if we treat the narrative as the connecting point for all the important activities, interests, and people in your life, then it makes sense to say that your narrative is your common app. Your narrative is your call app college application. Your narrative is your essay. Your narrative is your supplements. Your narrative is your interview. Your narrative is every part of this process. Every part of this process should relate back to the narrative. And the way I want to like to think about this um, is, is if you visualize the internet, right, in, in, in a city format, right, you have a whole bunch of different sites. And let's say you're in a suburban area, right? Each of those websites has its own little retail store. So you have like eBay, on the north side, next to eBay, there's like a library. Then you have a movie theater right across from the library that maybe represents YouTube, right? Like it's a very spread out place. Well, th that's that's not the internet. In the internet, everything relates to each other. Nothing is separated. Everything connects to another thing. You can tweet a YouTube video and then share the tweet on Facebook and then take a picture of the Facebook post and put it on Instagram and Snapchat and like whatever the new photo sharing thing is now, right? All these things should tell you that, and, and this should mean, and this is, and this is just an example of how I think you should think of your college application as always connecting. Never think, you know, that's just my essay. That's just my common app. No, the common app connects to the essay, and the essay connects to the common app because everything should be written in a way that's relevant to and supports the big narrative that you're presenting. If we think of, about essays. You know, when we start writing an essay, we start with a thesis or we start with the claim or the argument we're trying to make. Your narrative is your thesis and every part of the application is evidence 
for that thesis. But, but more practically, let's talk about how we can use the narrative to kind of guide specific parts of the process. So first with essays, how did you guys find, how, how did you guys uh, see your narrative as influencing your choice of essays, whether that's the big common app one, but also the smaller supplements you had to write? So in my case, it this narrative had a big impact on my big common app essay, because if you've listened to past episodes, you would know I wrote my big common app essay on Taekwondo and specifically um, how it helped me with each place that I've grown up in. And that kind of perfect, perfectly matches with the narrative that I stated like at the beginning of this podcast about the connection between Taekwondo and moving around. So in, it might not be true for those of you listening that necessarily your narrative will be that one, that big thing that you write about in your main common app essay, but from what I've um, seen, like Dominic can probably say, sometimes it does turn out that way because your Common App essay is the big thing that you want colleges to know about you, that it's going to be sent to every single college, that it kind of goes um, along with your big narrative and it will probably, your narrative will probably in some way be related to the topic of your main college, um, your main Common App essay. Yeah, so in my opinion, I think... The narrative completely controls the essay because the essay should tell the narrative. I know we're talking a lot about the con up essay and you probably want to throw everything in there. I know I did want to throw, I wanted to throw everything in there and throw in all the facts and numbers and all that. But it, there's so many other places in the application, including activities, honors, supplements, additional information sections. There's so much room to put in all of the supporting evidence behind the narrative that this should just tell the story of who you are, why the school needs to take you, and what makes you who you are. Definitely. And I think as we get into the specifics of what you need in your essay, this is going to become clear. We did do an episode about the Common App essay last year. You can go visit it at bit.ly slash essay podcast. That's bit.ly slash essay podcast. But the one thing I do want to mention about um, a specific way you can use your narrative in your essay is that the essay should be a specific moment, anecdote, or maybe funny story where your narrative came to light. Right, so so my narrative coming out from how everything related to debate because was that in debate I learned there was huge inequality. We have to stop that. Well, my narrative that was my narrative. My essay was about how I came to the realization that there was huge inequality in our city, in our state, in our country. Right, so. That is one part of the narrative, but it's also a very vivid part, a very clear, short moment that kind of encapsulates all the narrative into one kind of tight, compact story. So one thing that you might consider doing after you have come up with your narrative and are starting to think about college essays is think about what story best represents the narrative because that can be a really good common app essay. So the last thing I think we should talk about now that you've come up with your narrative, kind of understand what it is and also how you can use it for your essays and your Common App application is how to improve it. Because you still have some time if you're a junior right now, and especially if you're a sophomore or a freshman. So how do you guys think we can improve our narratives? So I think you need to, like I said, strip away all of the numbers and positions and just go for the underlying motivation or reason why you... And I think that's going to tell the story. Obvious, okay. 
So people people ask me a lot why I do scouting, and I still do not know the answer to the question. I spend so many hours with that activity, and I cannot give a sentence why I do. But I know that it's important to me to be able to help others, and I know that the activity means a lot to me. So that's going. Th- that was my narrative about meeting other people and going out there and exploring the world, and then bringing that to my college campus. So I think that's how you can improve it to really find the 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 thing that will control the essay. Kind of going off of what Dominic said, when just like talking about the narratives, I can see that like with scouting, like in Dominic's case, it's about helping people and really kind of, um, as Dominic said, like getting different perspectives. And I think this can be true for like a lot of narratives, the aspect of helping people. So I really think what you could do to improve your narrative is really go into specifics, concrete um, details, anecdotes that really show more than just show something that's just not, it could, it could be something that's like not the first thing that you, uh, that comes to mind when thinking about something that connects all these things, because maybe the first connection that you make between the different activities um, you do might not be the sole reason that you've pursued all these activities for so long. So if you can really dig deep and think about at its core, why do you want to do it specifically? Like, how can you back up your reason for doing it? I think that would really help and not make it just another um, kind of basic thing. Yeah. And if you notice in both of their answers, there's there's some, you know, recognition that, you know, a narrative is a very broad explanation for why you've done things. But in order to back up that narrative, you need specifics. Otherwise, the narrative is BS. And notice how we move to get to the narrative. We move from specific things you did and kind of built up a larger explanation for why you did all those things. So how you make that narrative better, more powerful, is by having better and more specific examples, whether that be taking leadership in an extracurricular activity, doing some summer activity that kind of enhances the narrative or is another instance of your narrative, doing volunteer work. So if your narrative is helping others, go help others. But even if your narrative is kind of like, I want to solve science problems, or I want to, you know, look at numbers because math is beautiful, do something that helps share your narrative with others. If your passion is math, do something to share math with others. That's another great, great way to, to add another specific to your narrative. And, you know, this is stuff I think you've already thought about, right? Like, how do I get into college? Well, I need good things on my resume. Well, now you know, it's not just good things on your resume. It's things that you genuinely like doing because they are part of your narrative. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome to the family. Uh, This was our episode on how to create your own narrative. Uh, We've given a step-by-step process for how you can do that by starting to list out everything you do, narrowing it down to what you are concretely interested about, and seeing what connections you can form between all the activities you do. And if there's something underlying all of those things, some underlining theme or reason why you do the things that you do. We talked a little bit about how you can use this narrative and why it's so important. And I hope you've come up with at least a starting narrative for your application coming out of this episode. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, head over to bit.ly slash aupodapple. That's bit.ly slash aupodapple to subscribe to us on iTunes so that you can get every new episode when it comes out. If you're on an Android device, go to bit.ly slash aupoddroid. That's bit.ly slash aupoddroid to subscribe to our podcast on Android. And of course, we'd love to thank our sponsors for this week's episode, FreezeCrowd. FreezeCrowd is the go-to social media platform where college students can connect 
with fellow college students on their own campus so that they can break the ice. FreezeCrowd helps support the podcast. So if you head over to freezecrowd.com and make an account with your .edu email, you'll be able to join a great community and also help support the show. That's bit.ly slash aufreezecrowd. Thanks so much for joining us on this crazy ride, and we'll see you next week.